the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Typical home costs in the news. Chapter 11 bankruptcies are up 63% year over year. You're seeing companies like Bonton and Toys R Us make the big headlines. Auto delinquency loans, auto loans tied, auto loans are delinquent. Um, the delinquent rates are rising. They're now worse than they were during the financial crisis. This is all problematic. Got to pay your bills. And if you don't, the banks get into trouble. And maybe the banks aren't rallying right now because Wall Street knows something. The banks had great quarters. They seem to be rallying for a day. And that's about it. Royal Caribbean, they just introduced an ultra-luxury suite that can cost over $60,000. I'm not a boat guy. Not a boat guy. I think when you, wear, when you get on a boat, it's like wearing gym clothes. You've basically given up. Life is over. Why, why get dressed to go to breakfast when you can wear gym clothes? A tracksuit. Teachers in San Francisco are some of the best paid... In the United States, but still don't make enough to afford 99% of the homes on the market. That's a shame, because I believe the children are our future. I do. And I think it's super important to pay teachers more. I don't think we pay anywhere near enough. We need to teach them well and let them lead the way. We need to show them all the beauty they possess inside. Give them a sense of pride to make it easier. Let the children's laughter remind us of how we used to be. Because the greatest love of all is happening to me. I don't know what this song's about. I don't know. I thought this was a song about the, I believe the children are our future. I thought this had something to do with schools. But yeah, we don't pay our teachers anywhere near enough. And if they can't afford housing, that's a problem. I tutor third grade math kids. I know you're saying, that's very noble of you. It's seriously not. Um, One of the kids recognized me the other day. He goes, are you Rob Black? Are you on TV? I'm like, yes, yes, I am. Do you like my spot? He goes, my dad hates you. His dad doesn't hate me. His dad loves me. But uh, I got recognized by a nine-year-old. How cool is that? Feathered my cap that you don't have. I know. I know. I know. Thank you very much. Um, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Retail sales. Always in the news. And today we're throwing in that little bit of a twist of Bonton stores filing for bankruptcy. I don't think I've ever been in a Bonton, 
when I saw the news, I was like, who's going to make my bonbons? Because on Fridays, I take the day off after radio. I sit around on the couch. I've got a cold Schlitz malt liquor bowl and a box of chocolate bonbons. But then I, I learned Bonton was a, a clothing store for women or something like that. Retail sales returned to the positive zone in the March. A little bit weaker in January and February. Because we were looking around and saying, hey, Joe, uh, how was your Christmas? And he goes, Christmas great. Spent too much money. Hey, Joe, you want to go to the ballgame tonight? No, 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 no. I want to wait till the playoffs start when the game is actually matter. Okay, Joe. Have a good day. And uh, people tighten their belts sometimes after the holidays. Which is great that the month of April comes along when people start thinking tax returns. So they can start, you know, putting that money towards a car. So they can start creating problems yet again and borrowing more money. It's like the United States. I saw that our debt is going to be worse than the debt of Italy by the year 2023. I know, right? First things first. I don't hate Italians. I don't hate Italians. I love Italians. But the little uh, Vespa scooters. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not going to say anything negative about Italians because I don't want to wake up with a horse in my uh, horse head in my bed. I might actually want to wake up with a horse head in my bed. Hey, it's Sarah Jessica Parker. What's she doing in my bed? So, anyway. um, Where was I going? Oh, yeah, yeah. So we're going to have worse, the same kind of debt load that Italy has. And that ain't good. So 42% of Americans have less than $10,000 saved and will retire broke. Congratulations, America. You've worked from the age of 20 to 60. You've raised kids. You fought wars, and now you're retired and broke. <laughs> Former rivals Amazon and Best Buy are joining forces to sell smart TVs. It's the last thing in the world I need right now. It's a TV that's smarter than me. I went into a Best Buy recently to pick up a small TV for a property. I'm like, which is better, Samsung or Sony? I won't even look at Vizio, because if you see me coming out of a store with a Vizio TV, I'll give you $10,000. That's right, Jack. Um, but Best Buy and Amazon are, are working together. The deal's going to allow Best Buy to tap into Amazon's vast customer network, marketing Amazon's technology to a wider rate of shoppers. Um, they've, you know, you can't not notice Best Buy, or if you're Best Buy, you can't not notice Amazon and vice versa. Do you want the 4K or do you want the HDR TVs? HDR TVs are much more important than the 4K. But 4K is a big thing and people are like, I want to get a 4K TV. Okay. Best Buy is at $75 a share. A couple years ago, they were left for dead. Um, and that's not a good thing. Jeff Bezos, speaking of Amazon, he worked at McDonald's when he was 16. He's a self-made billionaire. He knew very early on that he was wired a little differently. He tried to take his crip apart with a screwdriver. He is, to me, a Bond villain. That's why we were just playing that. I think he's building a Death Star. Probably behind the moon so we can't see it. So, in 1980, 16-year-old Jeff Bezos got a summer job frying up burgers at McDonald's. He learned all he could from the experience. He was a cook. They wouldn't let him anywhere near the customers. Not with that acne on his face. Like, why did you work in backwards, Greasy? That'll f- probably feed your uh, acne. 
Feed me, Shemel. He said he had a first-hand on-brush with what retail could do. He studied the company's automation improvements, like beeps and signals for when scramble the eggs and flip the burgers and pull his fries. He said he learned a lot. Sadly, now... McDonald's has turned into a situation where people want living wages and not teenagers. Like, it was meant for teenagers in my mind. But what we've turned it into is something that's not, and we're turning to kiosks. So life lessons are not going to be found in fast food like they used to be for teenagers. You can learn responsibility in any job. Take all jobs seriously. Don't underestimate the value of a job. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and your money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. And don't forget the weeknight replay at 7. I admit that I'm a puffy white man, and I do like you too. Sweet. And I do have two boys. And I love this song because the best thing you can do to your children is obviously give them some education, but a lot of love and tell them you're the best thing about me. It's got a little rhythmic music to it, but the song's written in the spirit of Motown. And it has kind of a defiant joy to it, which we honestly live in a world of difficult times, um, in my opinion. So Bono went through a period where he had a major health scare and he didn't know how much longer he was going to be around. And that's when he decided I should do what I can for my friends and family and tell them that I love them in different ways. Bono composed lyrics after having a dream that he had destroyed something that was important to him, his relationship with his wife. So is it a love song? Is it the cosmic question of why when everything is perfect, do you have the tendency to mess it up? You know, you put a love song out there when the world's on fire. Is that appropriate? Aren't we allowed to be loving and sweet even in times of of destruction and horror? Children dying in Syria. Children of a horrible gas attack. Yeah, I'll admit I'm a white puffy guy. I don't have too many problems with that. People are asking me now, hey, white puffy guy. You think I should invest in Starbucks? Should I hold it or sell it? And I go, yeah, they, they, they have a problem with what's happening in Philadelphia. But if you want to find a company to dislike, don't start with Starbucks. The employee who called the police on the two individuals who weren't buying anything and refusing to leave the store has been let go. There's a lot of racial bias issues in America, not just at Starbucks. And Starbucks is actually doing something pretty quickly about it by doing racial bias training. And Starbucks in the past has made colossal mistakes. You won't remember this. But at one point in time, they had a campaign which was tied towards race together on coffee cups. They would put the message. And it was a flop, and people mocked them. And they're trying to be part of the solution. CEO Kevin Johnson stepping up. Um... The curriculum that's going to be taught to their 175,000 plus employees, you know, was developed by national local experts 
do I think it's going to solve the world? I don't. But at least they're trying. And in a world of hate and pain and misery, at least they're acting like a corporate citizen. And uh, everything they do doesn't turn to gold. That's for darn sure. Would you like some coffee? And they want to be a social brand. And they want to be well-liked. And that's a little bit of a problem when you want to you know, put out that message that you're not evil. When one of your employees does something stupid. But the police did, too. And a lot of people aren't talking about that. Starbucks stands to lose at least $15 million in sales by taking the day off and doing some racial training. Eh, not my thing. I'm not going to get too caught up in this story. I will tell you that I study Starbucks. And, you know, for the CEO to come out and say the arrests were reprehensible, that's a good start. Starbucks has tried to have that social image of standing for something beyond profits even though they make a ton of money. So they've given a dual promise in their corporate culture of providing good customer service and treating its employees well. Not all companies treat their employees well. And Starbucks tries. They've raised their minimum wage. They've promised to try to do more of that. They're the, they, achieved, they achieved 100% pay equity across gender and race for all its U.S. employees, whether they be managers, baristas, um, Supply side, 100% gender equality. Is that good? company also touts the diversity of its workforce, saying minorities comprise more than 40% of its employees. Now, some people will snark and snicker and say something along the lines of, like, yeah, right. I get it. Um, In Starbucks in 2016, Starbucks promised to invest in 15 underserved communities. Because there's an image that Starbucks is coffee for puffy white guys like me. Um, So would I buy Starbucks? I would. Do I think they are in the clear at this point in time? I don't. But do I think they do a lot of good? And their ex-CEO, Howard Schultz, founder of the company, people want him to run for president because he has a common sense approach to a lot of things. I don't know enough about him to say I would vote pro or not. Yay or nay. But I can tell you, Starbucks makes expensive coffee. And they've got an incredible reward system. I can't tell you that I've got a conscience when it comes to investing. Remember we talked recently about conch shell and moral right and wrong? I can't tell you that I have that. I wish I could, but I, do, I can't. My dad died of cancer, and I've owned Philip Morris. And I get it. It pays a big fat dividend, and it's It's nice. It's nice like rice when your stock market goes down and you get 6% of your $100 invested. I've owned Boeing, which makes jets that can fall apart, crack a window, and suck a human out the window. People are actually declining window seats right now. I'm not going to say that's funny or anything like that, but to me, that's kind of funny. The odds of you being sucked out of a window from an engine failure, probably not high. Hopefully. But Starbucks to me is a company out of Seattle, Washington. And there's better coffee for sure. Whether you like Pete's or Phil's or what have you. But they've got 25,000 coffee shops in 75 countries. They do roasted beans, coffee accessories, and teas. They operate over 12,700 of its own shops. They license and franchise operates outside the United States. They made coffee through the grocery stores available. Food service customers and licenses. Would I own them? I would. 
if I was a long-term patient investor, could the stock get a hit in the next couple of days? Could people start boycotting it? Sure. But they've done more good for society than bad, at least as far as conversations go. And I give them credit for that. I do remember extra credit. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. Hello, hello, hello. I'm, I can't do it. I can't do an English accent. Don't! Can't do it. Vegas Golden Knights, they rock the L.A. Kings, and anyone who beats L.A., I tip my glass to you. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly, Vegas. So now what's interesting about that is Vegas Golden Knights' first year expansion hockey team, right? I know you're saying, where are you going with this? They, first year expansion teams usually stink. Not only did they get to the playoffs, not only did they win first place, not only did they not stink, but they knocked out the Kings. And they did it with a lineup of not a lot of draft picks. Each NHL team had to give up one player or protect, not protect like three or four, but they were allowed to pick, I think, one from each team or something like that. There's probably some rules about a goalie or something like that. I don't know. And Vegas Golden Knights, their general manager, a guy named George McPhee, he put together a team of basically some people who weren't wanted or who weren't the top players on their team, so they were left unprotected. Not totally true, like Shea Weber. There were some players and, that were pretty top-notch that Vegas got. But long story short, they get they win. They have a good season. They sell a lot of games. They get first place. They go to the playoffs. They don't even lose a game. Dilly dilly. They were dominant. Dilly dilly. And I'm going to give a special shout-out to George McPhee, the general manager who picked these players. Some would say cast-offs. And put together a championship, not a championship, a playoff caliber team. Now that's your job when it comes to investing to put together a playoff caliber lineup of stocks or indexes or exchange traded funds. You can't have all tech stocks because that's like stacking up all goalies. Can't have all utility companies because that's like stacking up all goalies. You have to have some diversity on your team. Uh oh. Are you talking Starbucks diversity? No, 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 no. You have to have people who can do different roles. And George McPhee, dilly dilly, knocking out L.A. Kings. true friend of the crown. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. Dilly dilly. In four, no less. Now, again, something I I hate about that is I live in California. I want California to pay taxes for sporting events and beer, especially if I don't go. More taxes, the better, in my opinion. Um, Transaction, transaction, transaction equals money for the state. With that said, my favorite store got shut down. Bonbon stores going out of business after liquidators win the bid at the auction. Uh, wait, wait. They don't sell bonbons? Wait, they, 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 Bonton sells clothes? Oh, I don't care about that. But they are going out of business. CFP Chad Burton did the show this morning, 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. On the one, the only, Katie O'Debbie. He talked a little bit about, as a financial planner, about being independent, having your own career. Um... Filing your own taxes. Let's listen into what he had to say just a couple hours ago. I'm going to talk a little bit about it since it's tax time. A lot of self-employed people out there. A lot of self-employed people I find listen to the show. Um, and the most common type 
that's recommended by CPAs and that's used by self-employed people. The most common type of retirement plan is a SEP IRA. And I still, I just don't get why. I really don't know why people are using SEP IRAs. The individual 401k is better for self-employed people in almost every single case, especially in the Bay Area because incomes are really high and most people can't afford to or can't qualify to do a Roth IRA. So their only option is to do what's called a backdoor Roth IRA where they fund a non-deductible IRA first and then later convert that tax-free into a Roth IRA because there's no limits to do that. And that's tax-free as long as they don't have any other IRAs. And SEP IRAs count against that, so they can't use that strategy. If that money is instead in an individual 401k, if you're self-employed, you're still good to go on that backdoor Roth IRA. So the individual 401k allows you the same contribution limits. In fact, if you're under about $250,000 of income, you can get more money away pre-tax into an individual 401k. If you're over, it's still the same. The other advantage of an individual 401k is you can also do Roth contributions. So let's say you're putting in you know, about 18% of your net business income plus $18,500 of deferral into the individual 401k. You could choose to do that $18,500 of the deferral portion into the Roth side and still do a SEPLite contribution pre-tax. So CPAs, enrolled agents, self-employed, focus on that individual 401k for 2018. If you need help on that, shoot me an email, point you in the right direction, chat at chadburton.com. The only disadvantage that I can think of is with an individual 401k is the reporting issues. Once you have over $250,000 in your individual 401k, you have to file a form 5,500 each year, which is a very simple form. And it's typically going to cost you $500 in administration fees each year. But if you're still trying to do backdoor Roth IRA, max out your contributions, things like that, it's well worth the $500 a year. Um, the next step, if you're trying to save even more money as a self-employed, is to find benefit plan, which we've talked about in the past, which is really important for people that are in a service industry now that aren't going to qualify for that new 20% pass-through deduction. The point is to get your income down low enough to be under 315000 married finally jointly. If you're lucky enough to have that problem, there is some solutions to, to really get more money away pre-tax if you're self-employed, as long as you have other assets to live off of, if, if you're deferring more income than you know you can afford. So there's strategies around that. Um, so many benefits to that individual 401k. In most firm, most places like TD Ameritrade, you can set those plans up for free. And again, as long as they're under $250,000 in total assets, you don't have to file that 5500, that form 5500. Self-employed people, once, if you decide, this happens every year too about this time, you go in, you get your taxes done, and your CPA or enrolled agent say, you know, if you incorporate, you can pay less self-employment tax. If you incorporate, you can take some of your income as wages and some of your income as distributions, which will not get charged the self-employment tax. So a lot of people file their self-employed people file their tax return this year and they go, oh, okay, and then I'll go incorporate. Well, if you're doing something like an individual 401k or SEP, two things, you're not going to get as much money in pre-tax. So maybe it's not worth it if your main goal is to defer much more income pre-tax into retirement because you're behind. 
Number two, you have to then set up payroll if you want to continue to fund your individual 401k. And maybe it's only once a year where you take a, a big distribution, you defer the whole thing. But once you incorporate and you have an individual 401k, it has your deferral. There's two parts in an individual 401k. There's an employee deferral of 18.5, and then there's the employer profit sharing contribution, which is about 18.6% of what you get paid. Okay, it's a, if you're in if you're an S corp, it's 25% of your W2. It, it can kind of get really confusing and boring. Radio. Long story short, if you incorporate, you need to talk to your advisor, your CPA, and get a payroll set up so that you actually get a paycheck and a W-2. It's all part of that process. People make that mistake every single year. We've had people before that incorporate and don't tell their advisors all the time. So that's important too. And, and there's a lot of advantages of incorporating your, your business if you're self-employed. Most of it has to do with lower self-employment tax but everything has a, a cause and effect. Everything, you know, if you if you pay a lower self-employment tax, you might not be able to defer as much pre-tax. So you really have to go into a situation when you're saying, should I incorporate my business or not? First of all, what are your main goals? If your main goal is to maximize your cash flow to your household, then paying less tax on self-employment is important. If you're 50 years old and your main goal is I'm trying to save as much as possibly can for retirement, you'd be better off probably doing a defined benefit plan versus incorporating. So lots of things to consider. That's why you need a team. I mean, the the head of the team should be the certified financial planner because we know we've been trained in taxes, insurance, retirement planning, estate planning, and investing. And so we have enough knowledge on all the different areas to speak with all of the professionals and make sure that everybody's on the same page so that your plan is on track. People are spending over a million dollars each day on the iPhone version of Fortnite, and it's only been out a month. You might have seen the phenomenon players unknown, blah, blah, blah. It's been a big hit. And the whole idea of like, 100 people on an airplane jump out in a video game, and the last man standing is the winner. Video games are evolving a little bit, but bat- Fortnite Battle Royale, I'm not going to say they're, they're copying premises, because they're probably sharing the premises of last man standing. It's only been out on Apple devices for 30 days, but it's already grossed over $25 million in that time. And Apple gets a cut of that. So anytime you hear about like an app like Pokemon Go doing super well, Pulling in billions in revenue, it means you. Apple basically. Apple just sits there and goes, "Thank you very much," and rings the cash register. Service. Fortnite is the most popular game in the world right now, and even though it's only been available for a month, it's already made a huge impact. That's why you own shares of Apple. It's a little broker to take any action on any stocks mentioned on show. I'm Rob Black. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Don't forget, big seminar coming up in the Bay Area. You can always go to Rob Black Show. Use the code Radio Twenty Five get in for free if you've never been that's how that works check it out at robblackshow.com don't forget there's another hour of today's show to listen to find it now at kdow.biz or on the kdow radio app i'm rob black talking money investing and more i live in a world of winners and losers i don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing i think it is what it is at times 
You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. Fortnite is a video game that I, I just kind of briefly mentioned that it's it's pretty popular. You can get it on PC, you can get it on your Apple phone. There's a lot of gamers, YouTube gamers, who sadly one of the YouTube video people went into YouTube not too long ago and shot up a couple people. But there's a whole world of YouTubers that people from the age of 6 to 90 are coming up with their own YouTube channels and they're trying not to get, maybe some of them are getting rich. But the incredibly good-looking and popular sexy singer Drake, he bet a gamer, a YouTuber, Ninja5K, that they would go head-to-head in a battle royale on Fortnite. There was a story that I saw out there that productivity is being lost at work and at school because people are playing so much Fortnite, right? So now you're starting to see it having an economic impact Essentially on the world, right? Oh. It's leading to school bans. It's leading to lost productivity. People are hooked. So are you a loser if you play video games? I don't think so. I think... The NBA has got what's called a G League. And they just upped the pay for their players. To the same pay that they're paying the video gamers, for their video game experience. So the NBA believes that part of what they're going to do in the future is to acquire younger eyeballs. Because to have some of those younger eyeballs right now watch people play in NBA 2K or Madden NBA or whatever it's called. And the NBA announced that they're raising the G League salaries. They're gonna, everyone's going to earn a base salary of $35,000. But you know what? That's the same amount of money that they also pay their electronic gamers, which is pretty crazy, right? So your son, Bucky, can be really good at a video game, and he can make the same thing as a minor league basketball team player. No way. Now, that doesn't inspire you to put down the basketball and the, the Nike pumps and the, uh, the swagger and Gatorade, and just sit in front of your couch and play video games all day, I don't know what does. And I'm throwing that out there at you. So I now challenge you to be a video gamer. But also like YouTubers, whoa, they too are embracing this. It's, I'd rather, and this is sad, and this is pathetic, I'd rather watch people play video games than actually play video games. In fact, there was a McAfee. You know the old man McAfee? He's kind of crazy. Kind of ran from the Belize police. Did he murder his neighbor or not? At one point in time, he came, up with a, he came up with a concept of he wants to start a gym where you get to watch healthy, good-looking people exercise. And because of that, that may, that may cause you to lose weight. I don't know if it was through osmosis or maybe through motivation, but I thought it was interesting. If you're crazy, higher mortgage rates are making the already challenging task of buying an affordable home even tougher for many Americans this spring. Spring is in the air, and I love spring. I used to love living in the East Coast on Washington, D.C. area, New York City, where you go from that burr cold to um, people are wearing shorts and it looks good. And they're wearing less clothes and it looks good. 
Love is in the air. Buyers are rushing to close deals, though, this spring because mortgage rates are getting high. And in some areas that are affordable, like Denver, the thing that loses the affordability is not too many buyers. It's mortgage rates. In Dallas, some people are embracing longer commutes to find homes they can afford. Places like L.A., San Francisco, New York, where homes are for sale, there are just not many of them. This spring's not exactly working out for the Home Buyers Club, the Men's Hair Club. I'm, I'm not just a customer. I'm the president of the Men's Hair Club. The one thing I can promise you is Rob Black will never, ever, ever get hair surgery done. That's right. Now, I, might wear, I might wear a toupee if it's really, really bad, but I will not get plugs or anything like that. So mortgage rates are still historically pretty low. But we started the year at 3.95%. We're now at 4.42 on the 30-year. That mere extra half percentage point is a waffle thin mint, which you could fit in your belly easy. But that mere extra half percentage point can boost monthly payments and add tens of thousands of dollars extra in interest over the life of the 30-year loan. It's only a and people are starting to see it. It's only a waffle thin mint. Everyone should go to YouTube today and search for Waffer Thin Mint scene. And I bet, be thin. Yeah. I bet you'll be I'll pleasantly surprised with what the boys from Money Python put together. The audio clip does not do it justice. First time homebuyers are already facing significant hurdles to home ownership because starter homes have seen the steepest price increases as well. So spring is in the air, love is in the air, but there's a problem. Mortgage rates are rising. Inventory is low. Affordability is a problem. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.